We all need a shot of encouragement to keep us going. A new beginning with Greg Laurie is sure to help in your journey of faith. Hear it twice daily. Details at vision.org.au. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Tuesday does roll around quickly and always our privilege to catch up with Ron Ross and talk through some of the latest breaking news headlines as they come out of Israel and the Middle East. And there are some significant headlines about from overnight. Ron Ross, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, perhaps the biggest one that I don't know that there's much conversation going on yet in the mainstream media, but this one is very significant insofar as there are UN sources who are suggesting the United States is planning a significant assault on Iran. Uh, What are the news headlines reporting? Well, I've just added to this story in the last few minutes. It's just been announced that the United States has deployed an additional 1,000 troops to the Middle East to go immediately. And also overnight, Katusha rockets were fired at a U.S. base in Iraq, and the tensions between the USA and Iran are becoming quite considerable. Now, with the other one, the diplomatic sources at the U.N. headquarters in New York revealed that they are assessing the United States' plans to carry out a tactical assault on Iran in response to the tanker attack in the Persian Gulf last week. The military action under consideration would be an aerial bombardment of an Iranian facility linked to its nuclear program, they said. The bombing will be massive, but it will be limited to a specific target, said a Western diplomat. The decision to carry out military action against Iran was discussed in the White House before the latest report that Iran might increase the level of uranium enrichment. The official also noted that the United States plans to reinforce its military presence, and as I said, they're just sending another 1,000 troops. Uh, The sources added that President Trump himself was not enthusiastic about a military move against Iran, but lost his patience on the matter and granted Secretary of State Mike Pompei uh, the wishes he wanted, and that was to proceed with action. Pompei has repeatedly made statements against Iran in recent days. He claimed that there's no doubt that the recent explosions in the tankers in the Gulf were carried out by Iran. And I would say the situation right now is precarious. Certainly a point of prayer there, Ron, because uh, when posturing results in the idea of an overflow into levels of violence and uh, this continued now build-up, that's very significant. Uh, Ron, there's other headlines too to discuss. Uh, Let's move on to one where no Israeli government officials have been invited to the Bahrain Peace Agreement workshop. What does this headline suggest? The White House does not plan to invite Israeli government officials to a Bahrain conference, which is devoted to gaining support for a Palestinian economic revitalization plan, and they want to keep the event apolitical. Speaking on condition of anonymity, the official from the US said Palestinian business representatives are expected to attend the event in Manama later this month, but not Palestinian Authority officials 
who have boycotted the peace initiative. With the economic workshop set to begin next week, Jerusalem has made no formal announcement about who would be coming from Israel, although it's widely expected that Finance Minister Moshe Kalan would represent Israel at the meeting to be attended by finance ministers and businessmen from around the Arab world. The Israeli uh, contingent delegation will be made up of businessmen as they work to provide prosperity for the people in the Palestinian Authority. Ron, the wife of the Prime Minister in Israel, Sarah Netanyahu, has pleaded guilty to corruption charges, saying, I've had enough. How does this story unfold? Yes, she made a a plea bargain uh, in what is now known as the Prepared Foods Affair. Netanyahu and Ezra Sadoff, a former employee at the Prime Minister's residence, were charged with fraud and breach of trust for spending state funds on catered meals while there was a chef on staff. According to the judge's ruling, Netanyahu took advantage of the mistake by accountants who were unaware of the chef's position. Instead of going to trial over allegations of fraud and breach of trust, Netanyahu will be convicted of a much lighter criminal offence of deliberate exploitation of the mistake of others. She's repaid $12,500 US dollars in return for catered meals and will be fined about $2,700. Well, it is a significant development. Let's move on. There's another headline, all to do with sport, this one. The Palestinian soccer chief is under investigation by FIFA for glorifying terror. How does this one look? Yeah, the international governing body FIFA has launched an investigation into Palestinian soccer chief Jibral Rajoub for inciting terror and promoting racism. Earlier this year, FIFA's Ethics Committee sent a letter to Rajoub, who is chairman of the Palestinian Football Association, saying he had violated rules, including promoting and glorifying terrorism, inciting hatred and violence, promoting racism, and preventing the use of the game of soccer to build a bridge for peace. The investigation was instigated by a 2017 complaint lodged by the watchdog group Palestinian Media Watch. It charged that Rajub was personally promoting and glorifying terrorism in an active and passive manner. Uh, This will be very interesting for the future of the Palestinian soccer team in uh, international football. Well, adjustments might have to be made. And another one here, very interesting headline, Ron, to talk about. After years of drought, the Sea of Galilee has risen an additional 11 centimetres during the month of May. How does this story look? Following six years of drought, Israel's Water Authority announced that the Kinneret, which is the Sea of Galilee, rose an additional 11 centimetres in May. The sea is Israel's largest source of natural water and has receded significantly during the past few years. Recently, the Kinneret's water level came dangerously close to reaching the black line, which is the demarcation point below which water cannot be pumped without damaging infrastructure and the water supply. Thankfully, the Kinneret rose nearly 3.5 metres since Israel's winter rainy season began. Nonetheless, the sea remains below its optimal level 
by about 2.4 metres. Before this winter's rains, Israel's lakes, riverbeds and aquifers were at an unprecedented 100-year low. Uh, I'd say this is a praise report. A praise report indeed. And I wonder what role some people might say changing climate has to do with uh, things that happen in one place that seem to be good and things that happen in another that seem to be bad. Uh, There's an interesting debate there. Uh, Ron Ross, wonderful to get those headline updates. Uh, Thank you so much for taking some time to scour the headlines overnight. Appreciate you very much and we'll talk again next week. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.